When it comes to transportation for your business, low-quality suppliers can leave you disappointed. Here at LCG Logistics, we can service all of your logistics needs. Servicing 48 states and Canada, at LCG Logistics, we pride ourselves on competitive prices, dedicated fleet service, and on-time delivery. We are small enough to care and large enough to do the job properly. Call us at 614-272-4052. LCG Logistics, your single-source transportation supplier. Peace, peace, everyone. It's your girl, Sequoia Blue, back in here another episode. Hope everybody's doing okay on this beautiful Thursday. Today, our guest today is Lisa Sakai, and she is going to teach us some financial tricks to help us get some money in our pockets because it's crazy out here at inflation and everything going on. I don't know what's going on out here. <laughs> so how are you doing, Lisa? Thanks for coming on. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Yes, indeed. So let's start with the first question. So what is the the bucket list, the bucket list planning? What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically kind of what it sounds like. So essentially, everybody has their dream list, their bucket list, their thing that they want to accomplish. And what I try to do is I help people actually check off things off their bucket list And I try to get them to do it sooner than retirement because a lot of times we always say, oh, when we retire, when I slow down, I'm going to do all my things on my bucket list. Why not start doing some of that stuff now? Um, Because A, you're just going to enjoy life more. And B, it's really going to teach you how to handle your finances if you're motivated to do things and to save for big things rather than necessarily, you know, spending a lot of money on Amazon purchases or whatever else we end up spending our money on. Having those big dreams and those motivations actually helps you become much more of a master over your money. Oh, I love that. So like, what are like some of the programs you have? Like, how do, how can people save? Like, what if somebody's like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. What's Roth IRA? What's traditional uh, traditional IRA? Like, what do I do? Like, what, what, advice do you give them? Yeah. So what we do is it's kind of based off of what, what people, what people need or want. Right. So we have some people that come to me and go, been kind of saving and I don't know what to do with it. And I don't know where to put money or I have too much cash. That's a big one now, because like you said, inflation markets have been crazy, you know, things like that. So people are just sitting on a bunch of cash and they don't know what to do with it. Or I have people come and say, I don't even know where to start. I feel like I'm a mess with money. I feel like I don't know how to handle it. How do I do that? So it just depends on what they're coming to me with. Um, And some people just say, I want to enjoy life more. How do I do that? And that's where bucket list planning. I really try to get a lot of my clients to do the bucket list planning part of it. But that's where we really focus on. Um, you know, really putting together some goals, putting together some things. So you're not just sitting at home, you know, putting it into your Roth IRA or whatever it is that you're doing (laughs) and not enjoying life. That's not what life is all about. Um, so it really just depends on where they're coming from and big myth that I'm going to disperse here, or I'm going to dispel here is that you don't have to be a multimillionaire to work with a financial person. Mm. You don't. You just have to come with an open mind. You do do know that you're going to have to pay for some services, but you just need to find who's right for you, how they work, if that's the right fee structure for you, that's the right relationship you want, that kind of thing. But 
It's not about I have millions of dollars and now I can go see somebody. It's about I need some help and who's the rest fit for me. That makes sense because some people get intimidated because they're like, well, you know, I don't want to go to someone and spend all this. And it is true, like having the right fit, going through different because some people really do need that sit down. What are the goals? You know, like, I don't know if you've seen yeah. uh, Rich Life by Remit on uh, Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes sense it. Yeah. to sit down and, and put your bills in Excel sheet and then come mm-hmm. up with a plan to live that rich life, you know, because like. What advice do you give someone that's like, you know, I want to, I want to get a BMW, want to live a, a good life, but yet I want to save, but they might not be yeah. making a lot. Like, how would that work for someone? Yeah. So he's got a good, um, he's got a good theory on that, and that's kind of what what I do too. So Ramit Sadie has a has a great uh, show and a great book. Yeah. Um, if people are just trying to start to figure that out, but that's his, that's his saying is the rich life, right? How you live your rich life, and yeah. he's right. It's about balance. So he will say stuff like, um, you know, maybe you really want beautiful shoes. You want Louis Vuitton shoes and you want, you know, like, um, oh, I'm sorry, Christian, Christian Vuitton, I think it is. <laughs> I'm, obviously, I'm not a shoe person, but, but you want these amazing shoes. Well, maybe if that's what's really important to you and that's what your rich life is, maybe going out to eat these extravagant places isn't on there. And so it's really about balance. Like, where do you spend your money and where do you not? You know, and, and, you know, if you're never at home, do you need some lavish place to live? Maybe you could just live in a studio apartment, save some money and, you know, spend money someplace else that you want, like traveling or whatever else it is that's keeping you away from your home. So it really is about balance because you want to enjoy your life. It's, you know, I always say live, live a lifestyle you love now and be able to maintain it in the future. So if yeah. we're just doing now, we don't know there's bumps in the road. We've all had years where we're like, oh my gosh, this needs to stop. Like, I don't know what's happening this year. And in order to continue to live the life that you really want, which is truly about independence, it's about being able to do things when you want to do them how you want to do them and not worrying about money. That's really what everybody's goal or dream is. And yeah. so essentially it's about that balance. So if you want to drive your BMW, let's work that into the plan. But you might have to give up, I don't know, going on vacations if that's not that important to you. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe the vacations are more important than driving the BMW. So it's about balance, really. Yeah, that's a great answer. I totally agree. It's like figuring out what what works for you because some people are going to just be more aggressive and say, I'm going to make more money so I can do it. But in reality, some people are like, hey, it's the 50000 I'm going to make. And that's like the Dave, Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. effect where you're making that 50000 Yeah, This is where I'm be at. And it's like, then you got to work with that, you know? Exactly. And I think I've seen a family that basically uh, they gave they gave up their cars and everything and they just ride bikes around and they live off a small income. It was like 40000 a year mm-hmm. and they have three kids. And I'm like, how in the heck do you do that? Because me being <laughs> single with no kids, I'm like, man, I'm trying to get through here. And, you know, exactly. It's, it's, I'm like, that's some real budgeting. But they they kind of came up with that idea so they can live that what their rich life is, whereas they work less. So mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the key to it. I think that's the. Yeah, the key. it is. It's about actually building your life. So. Yeah. I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent, but it actually goes back to this. So I think a lot of times, especially as women, but just in general, we have a lot of shoulds. Like we should do this. 
We should do that. This is something that we have to do. And do you really want to do that or do you not really want to do that? And so when we're looking at finance, there's a lot of things that we think that we should do, including where we're spending money, right? Like how many people go to these extravagant restaurants and they really don't enjoy it, but they go because their friends want to go and then they're out like 300 bucks and they're like, like a tiny little portion or whatever it is. And they would have much rather just gone for a walk with their friend or gone on a hike on a Saturday with them, which is no money. Right. And so a lot of times I think we let, we let, because we, we don't want people to think I'm cheap or I don't, you know, or anything like that. So we go do this stuff that we don't really want to do. I remember when I was young, I would go out. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. I would go out to like clubs and, you know, I was really young going out to clubs and things like that. I really didn't enjoy it after a while. I mean, they're all the same after a while, right? But I'd keep going because I wanted to hang out with my friends and that's what they wanted to do. Well, going to a club is expensive. And so you're spending all this money to hang out with my friends because that's what they wanted to do. And probably if I sat down and said, look at, you know, I'd rather go get a cup of coffee or let's go for a walk or let's, you know, let's go to a dinner so that I can actually hear you, you know? (laughs) That maybe they would have agreed with me, but we're so afraid of, of tension and friction and that kind of stuff that we don't actually say what we want to do. We let others influence where, and and ultimately influence where we're spending money too, because those things are expensive. And so I always say, you know, you need to live the life that you want to live. That's, I love that you just said that. It's funny because I was just thinking the same thing. I saw a quote on social media and it's saying, what is your fun? Like if your fun is watching your favorite show on Netflix and having, you know, ordering some food and having some wine, mm-hmm. that's cool. But what I'd see in society and especially my age group, they're like, oh, you know, you got to have fun. You got to go date. You got to go out here. You got to go here. And it's like, well, what if my fun is watching Netflix with my feet up exactly. and having a glass of wine, you know, and it could yeah. start at 25 to older. Like it doesn't, you know, oh, you don't have to totally. be like, oh, I got to go out because I'm 23 or I got to go out because I'm 30 or yeah, no, you don't have to do it. It whatever's fun for yeah. you, and I think that can help people exactly. save a lot of money. Yeah, I totally agree. I, you know, for some reason, the the exactly like sitting, having a glass of wine, watching Netflix on a Saturday night is seen as taboo or seen as almost lazy, right? Especially yeah. after the pandemic, because people are like all I got to do was sit around and do. Well, maybe some people still like doing. Yeah, it. it's okay. <laughs> And it's, it's almost like, well, I'll give you a real world world example. We were just on vacation. We go to Jamaica and uh, we go to Jamaica a lot. We just love it out there. And people are like, well, what do you do on vacation? I'm like, nothing. What do you, what do you mean? Nothing, nothing. I sit on the beach. I have a cocktail. I'm reading a book or I'm talking to my husband. Like that's, that's all I do. And the looks I get from people are like, you don't go scuba diving. You don't go. No, (laughs) because it's funny. Like I was just telling my husband this, there are these people who are paddle boarding and paddle boarding. I've never tried, but I assume it's much harder than it looks. So (laughs) just FYI, but it was funny. I was watching them. I was like, you know, I don't really want to do that because I don't want somebody telling me the rules that I have to follow and where I can go. Like I'm, I'm on vacation. I don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. I don't want to learn yeah. something new. I just want to relax. 
And but I get a lot of judgment from people when they're like, "You don't do anything." I'm like, "No, nothing." And like, what is the deal? Like, if if it's me, <laughs> not you, it's like so yeah. many people want you to morph into their reality, but you have exactly. your own reality. And I you had do. to stand on my square with that. I had to do that with myself. Like, this certain things are just fun for me, and I have to explain it, and then they'll get it, and some don't. Yeah. But some do get it. They go, yeah. oh, "Okay, you know what? You're right. I didn't think about that." You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know. totally get it. Yeah. It's funny though. We we feel like we have to explain things, but I'm like, I don't, there's no, you know, once you hit a certain, I'm, I'm 42 this year and I'm like, yeah. you know, I just, I don't know, I can explain it to people. That part. It's my life. I'm paying for it. <laughs> like, yes, leave me alone. <laughs> it's your life. I love that we brought yeah. that up. Um, so now I want to talk about uh, life insurance policies because it's yeah. a big topic. I, you know, it I'm is. a look. I know a little bit about a lot. I'm not a finance guru like you and stuff. And I need, you know, I'm still <laughs> working on my numbers here. But I must say that the life insurance policy they were talking about how you can like get a life insurance policy and then borrow on it later. Do you mm-hmm. do you recommend that to 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 people as a way to kind of use for business or just emergency? Yeah, yeah. depends. <laughs> um, that's yeah. not a great answer, but that's the right <laughs> answer to say. Um, so I started in the life insurance industry. A lot of us in the finance world did. Um, so I understand life insurance. And I when I started, that's what we were taught to do is sell these policies to you know have cash value that you can borrow from. And and then there's this whole thing about using it as a bank and all this stuff. Um, I would say there's a couple things to think of. One is that it's still a life insurance policy. So it's it's going to have expenses in it. You know, there's going to be expenses that aren't necessarily really obvious that are in there. And you have to be careful of that because those expenses could be more expensive than investing at some place or having it in the bank or some other investment out there. Um, so you do have to be careful of that. The other thing is, is that you have to be careful of the type of insurance policy you're in. So are you in one that's completely guaranteed which is called a whole life policy. Um, are you in one that's in the markets, in the stock markets? How does that work? Um, all that kind of stuff. And I would say you want to have it reviewed before you buy buy anything. You want to have it reviewed from an outside source um, because sales is sales. And you want to make sure, you know, a lot of times I have um, people come to me to review insurance policy. And the insurance people are just telling them all the positives and are not yeah. going through any of the negatives. Everything has a negative. If it sounds too good to be true, then you haven't been told the whole story on it. So I always say that there's just a lot of things that you need to kind of keep in mind with that kind of thing. Is it the best tool to build an emergency fund? Nine times out of 10, no, mm-hmm. is going to be my answer on that. But yeah. it, but it's not a bad place to put money. It just has to fit overall. Um, I also think one thing to kind of keep in mind is one product, whether that's investing in the stock market, you know, real estate, one product is not going to solve everything. So yeah. life insurance shouldn't be your whole thing. Mm-hmm. It should be a portion of it. It's called, you know... Everybody hates this term because we use it too much, but diversification is there for a reason. Yeah. And it should be part of it, not not the full thing. Mm. 
That makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Because it's like, you know, you see so much on social media and you really got to use discernment. Yeah. Really <laughs> ask people questions because you get caught up in exactly. okie doke and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So people, people, please do your research out here before you just yeah. just go listen to these guys on YouTube and stuff. Because it's exactly there's always something to everything. There's always um, something. Yeah, there's always something. And you yeah. don't know for sure that it's right for you. So that's why, that you know, somebody, yeah. yeah, somebody in our industry or something, you know, you might want to, you want to find a fiduciary who's going to do the right thing for you. And as fiduciaries, we have to tell you what's what fits and what doesn't fit. We can't just like sell you something to tell to sell you something kind of thing. So you do want to yeah. look for something like that. Yeah, I agree on that one. Yeah, that was yeah. good advice because yeah, y'all gotta watch out here. Please don't get caught up, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what? So also stocks. Like a lot of you know, a lot of um, every finance person, everybody's saying get get some stocks, get some stocks. And mm -hmm. what happened is some people think they're gonna get money now from the stocks, but it's a yeah. it's a slow buildup. And what do you recommend yes. to someone that feels like, oh, I need some money now to produce? I guess some some extra income, some residual income. Mm -hmm. Do you think they could do a high yield savings account or what? Mm -hmm. What would you recommend? Yeah, I would say for like emergency fund money that you should always have some boring money sitting around, yeah. which is something that's accessible. That's that's not you know doing fabulous things someplace. Um, that high yield savings accounts could be a really good place to put some money um, because they are getting pretty good interest rates right now. Now that the you know. With the Fed raising the rate, it's painful in other areas, but it's been really good for high yield savings yeah. account. Yeah, I mean, a year and a half ago, two years ago, you were getting 0.04%, and now you're getting 4%. I mean, hey. it's it's done wonders for it. Um, but at the same time... While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn. Light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org slash give. Hey, guess what? It's not as hard to start a fitness or weight loss program as you think. And I'm going to give you $100 in free home gym equipment to prove it. I'm Carl, the co-founder of Body. That's Body with an I, the health and fitness app with thousands of five-star reviews because our people get results. And I guarantee you'll lose five to ten pounds in your first month or you don't pay. Just sign up for a Body annual membership during our New Year's Kickstart event in the next ten minutes and I'll send you $100 worth of home fitness gear to help you succeed with classics like P90X, Pio and 21 Day Fix. In fact, we have over 120 workout programs for every level of fitness, even one for beginners only. Listen, if you don't succeed, you get your money back. But keep the $100 in equipment is my gift just for trying. You've got 10 minutes, so go to body.com to sign up now. Again, that's body with an I.com. The market's strange. So, um, I think you have to, it depends on what kind of investor you are, right? There are those investors who are kind of putting money in for the long term and want a long term strategy and growth. 
And those people are not necessarily going to be picking stocks to sell to, you know, are going to do the day trading, turning yeah. portfolios over. They're going to find a really well diversified portfolio and do that for a long term. That doesn't mean you don't make changes from time to time, but that that just means we're not constantly trading things. Then there are those who are of the mindset to get really high rates of return very quickly. So they tend to be those ones that are following the people on individual stocks and getting some big growth here and there. That's a much more dangerous uh, game to play because you have a bigger chance of being wrong. If you're just investing in the market as a whole, chances are you're going to historically the market has gone up over time, you know? So if it still continues to trend that way, you're probably going to be okay. But one individual stock can be can be traumatic, right? Because if it goes through ups and downs and you don't really understand how that game's played and you're not really fully researching it, it can, even if you are fully researching it, it's still you're investing in one company versus a thousand or 2000 yeah. companies. And so I think you have to know what your objective is when you're investing. I think you also need to know your timeline when you're investing. And um, I would consult, you know, I'd do some research. If you're going to do it on your own, do some research on that. Um, There are, you know, do it yourself, you know, robo advisors and things like that out there too, if you could use that. Or you could come to a professional like me and, and have help on that kind of thing. But it just depends on what type of advisor you are. But just always know that the stock market is going to go up and down, as we saw last year. I mean, look at bonds. (sighs) Bonds were horrible last year. And nobody expects that to happen in the bond market. Uh, But it does. It can happen. And so when you do put money into the market, whether it's bonds, whether it's, you know, stocks, whether it's something more extreme, you you are taking a risk. You are taking that risk that, that that could go to zero. Or worse, if you're doing, you know, some very elaborate um, things that some people do, like shorts and other things, you could get, it could be worse than that. So you just have to know what your risk is and be comfortable with it and and know how big of the risk you're taking. I love that. Yeah, I think index funds work best for me. Because I just feel like I'm getting something all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and for you guys listening, like you can do like 25 a week or something, send it over to Fidelity or wherever you choose. Mm -hmm. And it does build up. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's a good way to save. And mine's under a Roth IRA, so I can pull it out if I want to, if I need to. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I think that's a good option, you know, you know, especially for people that are, it's going to be long term because especially if you're not doing day trading, it's not going to be overnight, you know? Yeah. So it's just got to be, it's got to fit with what you're trying to accomplish. And a lot of people do go to indexes because it's easier, right? You don't have to think about it. You don't have to like pick and choose stuff. If you own the S&P 500, you own the S&P 500. There's nothing that you're choosing. So a lot of people will lean towards that, especially if they're doing it themselves, because nobody wants to spend the time trying to research like this new company and what's going to happen with it. It's just too hard to deal with. It's it's too much and people too busy. Yeah, so, exactly. Unless you have that as an interest or a hobby that you Yeah, that's true. And that's <laughs> not my hobby. Oof. 
<laughs> so what <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot to to research so what are your thoughts on cryptocurrency and bitcoin because you know some people yeah. are like yeah my retirement is going to be from bitcoin you know some people believe that and stuff yeah and i was into the cryptocurrency phase at one point lost money and got got into the rug mm -hmm. pull situation <laughs> oh but, no yeah i did yeah. i got got to a situation i lost some money it's hard I just yeah, and it's and like I said, everything's made up anyway. It could have been real, but you know, people take advantage of people, so that's what it is. Yeah, that's the that's the hardest thing. Well, I can't talk too much about it because the SEC won't let us talk oh, about yeah, it very that's much. True. Um, that's true. Yeah, so I but I can do some general stuff. I mean that that should say something. The SEC yeah. won't let us talk about it. So okay. it is it is an open market right now without a lot of regulation. So I would just keep that in mind. Um, again, it's trendy right now. I don't know if that trend's going to stay in place or not. And do your research. That is an area that you really do need to do research on. And that is an area that I always suggest if you're going to do that, you got to go tiptoe in and know that you could go to zero very easily on that stuff just because it is unregulated. It is kind of a wild, wild west out there right now. Um, and it's one of those things that we kind of fall into, you know, oh, um, let's see, what company can I think of? Like banks or, you know, Fidelity has gotten very into cryptocurrency and things like that. So we think of these big companies that are like getting really heavily involved and offering lots of things that it must be really safe or it must be something that I have to do. And I would say it's still a world that if the SEC won't let me advise on it, then... I would yeah. say you want to tread lightly probably or just yeah. do your research and be really comfortable before you get involved with that. Yeah, I totally agree on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and even the NFTs, all those things, you have to do research. Yeah. Don't just get caught up yeah. and pay all these gas fees and stuff. Mm -hmm. So what what books do you recommend that you know people could read and get more information yeah. on finance? Yeah. So Ramit Sadie's book is very good. If you're kind yes. of a do-it-yourselfer and you want to do that, I think it's a great starting point. Now he hates people like me. He hates financial advisors. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say I think that. He's got some good points. Well, I think he's wrong. Honestly, obviously, yeah. I think what we do yeah. is very important. And it I is. think he was funny. He was on a podcast that's that's for um, financial advisors. And the, the gentleman who runs it is a financial advisor. His name is Michael Kitches. He's pretty well known in our industry. And he was funny. He's like, don't you think that there's something there for somebody who's been with the family the whole time? They know the situation. They can give you really good advice. For me, he sits there and he goes, nope. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, he's allowed to have his opinions. I just think he hasn't met the right ones. Yeah, that's um, But <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, but he does have a really good book and he has very solid advice on how to do things um, on your own if you're, if you're do going to do it on your own. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a great book. Um, I'm actually in the middle of reading the Tony Robbins Money book. And I think oh, that that I might like be Tony. a good one for a lot of people to, to read as well. You know, I always say try to stay away from books where if you're starting to read it and you don't understand what they're talking about, that's probably not a good place to start. Mm. Because what's going to happen is you get very um, overwhelmed by not understanding and the feelings of inadequacy that happens. And then it then it just makes you feel bad and you don't do anything. So try to find books that are written in a, in a way that you understand what they're talking yeah. about, you feel like you could implement, or at least just give you an understanding of, of what's going on out there. 
um, because it's difficult. I mean, it's very hard to know, yeah. should I do a Roth? Should I do a traditional? Should I do 401k? How does the 401k work with my traditional IRA? It's there's, and there's not a lot, you can Google traditional IRA and learn all about it, yeah. but you can't necessarily figure out that, oh, if I'm eligible for a 401k, then my traditional IRA for the most part, I can't deduct into. I don't get a tax deduction for that. Yep. Even if you're eligible for the 401k, on a lot of cases, you can't do that. That's not written anywhere. And if you don't know that, it it can be very confusing and you could end up making lots of mistakes that you, you know, so it's just one of those things that you just want to kind of tread lightly into this stuff because there's all these rules out there that people don't know that overlap oh, and cause issues and you're sitting there like a year or two later going, well, that would have been nice if I'd known that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and why did you say that a uh, 401k is just not enough? You mm. mentioned that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And yeah. I get a lot of, I get some heat from that. <laughs> um, so there's a couple of reasons is one. Okay. So my first and foremost reason is that taxes in retirement can be a problem. And people, even if they are eligible or if they have a broth option of their 401k, often aren't taking advantage of it or at least having a discussion with somebody of like, should I be putting some into that? Because there's no income um, limitations on that one. You could make a million dollars and still put it into the Roth portion of your 401k, which is great. Um and in fact, we, if you go to our YouTube channel, we, my business partner just did a video on, on oh. the Roth 401k. So if anybody's interested, Chris is on there talking about it. Um, but essentially I would say that the biggest thing that the 401ks don't do is you just kind of put in money and it's a great tool for that. However, a lot of times people don't think about the taxes and they aren't necessarily saving enough in those things. They're going up yeah. to the match, which doesn't mean that you shouldn't go up to the match, but is that going to be enough? I don't know. Life's gotten very expensive. Inflation, Man. you mentioned, you know, it's just gotten expensive. And is that going to be enough? The other thing is kind of a mindset thing. And this is the thing that everybody kind of gets mad at me about is <laughs> it's an automatic thing right? So it's very easy to just, it comes out of your paycheck and it goes into the 401k, which is what makes it a great tool. However, we never look at it then. There's never like, could I put more away? Should I be changing my investments? Should I, you know, the tart, we also have a target date fund um, talk on the YouTube thing as a uh, channel as well. If people want to hear about target date funds, is that the right thing I should be? We don't look at it because it's automatic and we just think, oh, it's automatically going yep. and I don't need to look at it. And I have people come to me and they say, I haven't looked at my 401k in five years. Oh, dang. <laughs> that's, that's not good because mistakes can happen. Maybe it's going into the wrong fund. Maybe they're not putting as much as you told them to put in. Maybe it's sitting in cash and you don't know because you're not looking at it. Like mm -hmm. the the problem with 401ks in some respects is that it's too convenient. Mm -hmm. and my philosophy is that in order to get to financial independence, there's two things that have to be in place, which is awareness and clarity. Awareness of what's going on and how what, you know, what, how you're doing with your money and that kind of thing and clarity yep. of like what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish and that kind of thing. Without those two things, 
financial independence is, I can't say it's impossible, but it's very hard to get to. Yeah. Yep. It'll just be going with the motions and not know what yeah. what's coming or what might hit you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you're just kind of, like you said, going through the motions. And is that being really, is that really managing your money? No, no. You have yeah, to be it's aware. letting it manage you. Yeah, you're. Yes. it's managing you in that case. And that's yep. kind of my biggest issues with 401ks or the, you know, just put it on an automatic savings and don't look at it. I, I just think that that's, I think it's good for a short period of time, but you have to make dates with yourself to go look at things and be involved yes. with it. That makes sense. And write down yeah. it, get an Excel sheet and write down all your expenses and stuff because it helps. Yeah. Or at least put it, it in does. your computer. I'm tech, I'm the tech person mm-hmm. I like it on my computer, but yeah. I had to do that. I, I recently did that a month ago to see exactly what I'm spending and it actually helped me. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a big trick that people have, which they laugh at me all the time, is like, look at your credit card bill. And people are like, oh, what? I was like, when's the last time you looked at your credit card bill? See, I haven't looked at it in a year. I'm like, well, how do you know what you're spending your money on? You See? have no idea. And that's why they don't want to do with a budget because that's really what a budget is, right? You have to look at yep. your credit card yep. bills and you have I'm to look like... at your bank statements and people don't want to do that. Oh and if they just made a date with themselves for 10 minutes a week, I'm going to look at my credit card statements. They would find so much money that they're wasting on little things like little subscriptions, little renewals oh, that happen that you don't even realize. <laughs> fraud. Fraud happens all oh, the time. Yes. And it's not huge amounts. It's like $50, $20, $100. And you don't even notice it. Be- and they're getting away with it because See? you don't look at your credit card statement or you don't look at your bank. Oh, I don't know how anybody I would do that. I have to, I'm like watching it on my app every day on my phone. What's going on? What's going on? I'm like, I know. I think that's great. I mean, honestly I do, but I mean, I get it. A lot of people don't want to do that, but just make a little date with yourself. Every Thursday morning when I'm drinking coffee, I'm going to look at my credit card statement. I like that. Yeah. Make it easy. Yes. So before we wrap it up, because I know we're coming up on time. I didn't even know we were past the time. having so much fun talking about the money. Um, <laughs> what, what workshops? Too. What workshops and stuff do you have? Do you have any workshops or anything for some people that may want to yeah. be in a workshop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything scheduled right now, but I do. I do do ongoing um, building money habits workshops. So if anybody's interested, you can just go to our website. You can email me and just let just ask when the next one is. I'm happy happy to do that. Um, we also have lots of videos on YouTube, so people can watch those. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so people can, you know, I guess follow or whatever the word is on LinkedIn. Yeah, on LinkedIn. And I'm happy to, or, you know, I'm happy to have them follow that kind of stuff. We're always about education. So even if, um, even if, you know, they, they don't get a live webinar with us, we have tons of that. And actually, I should say we do monthly a, for anybody who works someplace and it has a 401k that they're eligible for, it's made for you guys. Um, because 401k participants don't get anybody talking to them. So we do yeah. monthly on the, it's the third Wednesday of every month at uh, 12 PM Pacific time. So 3 PM Eastern. Um, we do a little 15 minute monthly webinar. So if anybody's interested in that, they can, they can let me know and I'm happy to send them the link for that. Nice. And all this is on your website. They can contact you. Yeah. 
you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Happy to happy to be a open open to anybody that wants to learn more. Yeah, yes. Let's get our money right, y'all, so we can live our rich life, whatever that is to you. Absolutely. Come on, let's get it. Let's make it happen. Um, and before we go, I always ask people, what's the quote or saying you go by? <laughs> oh gosh, that's a great one. Um Okay, so I was going to say it earlier, but um, Ken, Kenny Chesney has a song and he goes, who lives life like we do? And then they, the crowd screams back, we do. I love that because oh. we live life the way that we live life, not, oh, like not with restrictions. So that's what comes to mind immediately is my husband and I always say that. Who lives life like we do? We do. <laughs> I love it. That's a great quote. See, I love asking this question because there's so many no different quotes and perspectives. Love it. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I want to thank you so much for coming on here. I've learned a lot from you and I'm sure the audience have learned a lot and I'm sure they'll be reaching out and getting some private consultations with you wherever they need so they can get to that rich life. And thank I want to you. thank everybody for listening today and supporting me. Please subscribe and stay safe out there, y'all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.